Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt Podcast and our Catching Up With series, our short form interview program. This time we have what I believe what might be one of the first interviews with brand new Mazda Motorsports Director Nelson Cosgrove. Nelson, who joined Mazda after 20 years in the world of NASCAR, mostly over the last 12 with Toyota, Toyota Racing Development, which produces all of their NASCAR products. Fascinating to hear about Nelson, who's also well-known on the IndyCar side through TRD, through Penske South, Penske Racing's NASCAR division, and a number of things. Well-known in the industry, highly respected in the industry, and also big shoes to fill in taking over for John Doonan, who was in this Mazda Motorsports Director role for quite some time, left a few months ago to take over IMSA's presidency. Get into many things with Nelson, not only what he's looking forward to jumping in right away with Mazda Team Yoast, also, although he doesn't speak to it, Mazda PR team leader Tim Olson does share a little bit about the expected changes with Mazda Team Yoast and Multimatic stepping in. There's a little bit of clarification there, knowing that that change, which Mazda has yet to confirm, took place prior to Nelson's moving into this role. So understand why Nelson is indeed not answering the question because he was not part of that decision-making structure. Get into that, get into the wider range of duties for him, knowing that he will be going from a hands-on life, elbow deep in grease and all kinds of things, to being a manager, someone who's meant to wear a nice white pressed shirt and keep it clean, pulling the levers of the organization rather than being one of the levers pulled by someone atop a manufacturer's racing program. Get into manufacturer side, but also the grassroots side, which is a big area, really a unique area for Mazda in the connection they have in the sport. So all kinds of fun here with Nelson. Not too long, 15, 20 minutes at most. So hopefully get to know him a little bit. And then here in January, when Mazda's DPI program makes its debut in 2020, I'm sure you'll get to see more of Nelson and get to know him a little bit more up close. But for now, this is our first look in Mazda's new motorsports director, Nelson Cosgrove, on the Marshall Pruitt Podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. We're racing in 2020. We're, we're going to build on the momentum that we, we had this year with the three wins and the three poles. And, you know, I think the goal, I, I, I would love to see us be able to win one of the longer races this year. You know, which we, we kind of eluded us. Um, I, you know, I, I watched from the Lexus side of it over the last few years um, when I've been at the track. But, it, uh, you know, joining, you know, I think it's going to be, it'd be, it'd be great to, to finally break through and win one of the longer races. I know we've been working really hard. Um, we've run at Daytona. We've run at Sebring already. Um, we're getting ready to run another test of Daytona. So we're, you know, it's, we're after it. Um, and trying to, trying to get it sorted out where we can, uh, we can hit the ground running. I felt bad for you, Nelson, insofar that on your first day, full day on the job, there's news breaking about possible changes and who's responsible for what in the future related to the DPI effort. I feel yeah. bad as well asking you about this, knowing that genuinely anything that might have been decided upon happened before your tenure. But I'm sure <laughs> that there are many folks who are wondering, hey, 
what name might we see on the cars after Sebring before? Who knows? I don't know what you might be able to share, but I'm sure that might be something folks would love to hear about. I, and this is Tim speaking because I've dealt with lots. Right now, we will be rolling at the Rolex and for the 2020 season as Mazatine Yost. That is where we are asking you that question right now. As far as future stuff goes, I mean, you know the game. We don't really talk about what the future holds, and we definitely don't talk about any current ongoing contracts. I was going to ask if you could forward the contract so I could read it before asking more questions, but I guess I have you at least gotten... My... You, yeah, you, you, you're the, actually the first guy to ask for the actual contract today. That's <laughs> well, impressive. Today. I'll, that... ha- I'll have legal send it right after they send me my termination notice. <laughs> See, we're, we're making things happen here. Uh, Nelson, one of the things that I find interesting about your appointment, and I realize yeah. that most folks don't like talking about themselves, but... Your predecessor, John Doonan, pretty stellar reputation within the company, well-liked, well-loved, came into the role, though, as we know, from the marketing side, the operations side. I look at you as, at least in the modern era, Mazda Motorsports first, hardcore engineer, really dynamic experience on the ground getting your hands dirty at the highest levels how do you see yourself fitting in performing this new role which has management and oversight and budgeting all kinds of things but you're coming at this i would say from a industry insider standpoint than maybe corporate how do you see yourself maybe doing different things in this role so let me let me just uh, start at the beginning with the, to address the the John Doonan piece, which you know I I, I really didn't know John, um, um, and I got to know him uh, in the second half of the summer, honestly. Um, and you know I, it, it's it's real clear to me that those are huge shoes to fill, and and I'm a relative newcomer in in sports car racing. Um, you know, I, I did I did quite a bit in Indy cars, and and uh, and then I've spent obviously the last twenty years in, in NASCAR. But we got involved in in, uh, in a sports car program uh, about four years ago, and that was that was kind of the my entry into sports car racing, um, and I really loved it. I, I think it's uh, it's it's a departure from what I've been used to, um, and I was looking for something to for as a change. And, uh, although I wasn't looking for a new job, uh, so that came to me as, as kind of a, a an eye opening opportunity. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting older and, um, <laughs> I'm not, these opportunities aren't going to come around very often. So having said that, um, you know, I've been, I, I've been super fortunate, um, over the years, and I've told a lot of people this, I, I have been super fortunate to be at organizations at the right time in their history. Mm. And I'll put that down more to more to luck than than anything else. So, I, you know, I've been I was at Penske South in a, in a, at a pretty good time. I, I rode the Joe Gibbs train uh, where we grew it. You know, I, I mean, it, it was explosive growth in those years, and we grew that company massively. And I think um, that team that grew that is uh, pretty happy with where everything is. I was on the Toyota project for, you know, basically the 
Toyota, take Toyota as an NASCAR project for like the last 12 years. So coming into this, I, it's a very, you know, I, I come from a, a, a background of running technical organizations and, you know, big giant, you know, the Toyota juggernaut's pretty big, but this is a, this is a totally different role. Um, I'm, I'm excited about it. Um, I've, I've not had the opportunity to really work, um, with, with the, the, the OEM, the, the, this side of it, you know, where it's, it's such an integrated piece of, of what Mazda does. i that, that's pretty exciting. Um, I don't know. How about your question? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I'm thinking specifically one of the areas that might be a challenge for you. I don't know. And again, I know you're, you know, days into the role, not weeks or, <laughs> you know, or months, but I'd spend more time on an airplane than in, than in, at in home. So. All right. Well then you're definitely yeah. getting, you're figuring out that part of yeah. the, uh, uh, of the job. Um, yeah, I know that part too well though. That's the problem. So one area where I could see might be a challenge for you and tell me if, if you've identified this is knowing that you're so accustomed to being, you know, elbow deep, whether it's in simulation or this or that, you know, true yeah. hardcore, engineering and technical side it i don't know do you think it could be a challenge in the beginning to learn how to step back and help guide or pull those levers within the organization since you're now not just there for dpi you're there for a new tcr car that's being launched global mx5 cup and we go on to many things but yeah do you see that as maybe a challenge marshall that's a great question i mean i i I, you know i was pulling gearbox parts out of a out of the floor with Jimmy Vassar, uh, it seems like about six <laughs> weeks ago. And, and when I, when I got home and I was still, I got home that Sunday and I'm like twirling my wedding ring around and I realized there's gear oil underneath my wedding ring. So, I mean, yeah, so I've been a hands-on guy. Um, I, 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 I'm the first guy that tries to lay the carbon in the mold. Um, uh, that, that's part of, part of my background that I, I've loved. Um, and, you know, one of the things that Moro san actually was looking for and what he told me was he was looking for somebody that's pretty hands on. Mm. So um, so I was super impressed by him when I met him. I mean, I couldn't believe he spent an hour with me, which for him is a huge amount of time for his role and what he's got going on every day. Um, I'm I feel like I've got to have my hands in stuff. I feel like. um you know, I, I, I'm, I want to be part of the, of the, of the team and the growth of, of, uh, of what we do. I, I'm, I, I'm going to have a hard, I have a really hard time standing back and not, um, you know, being involved and maybe that's okay. Um, uh, but you're right. I've got to, I've got to spread myself a little bit in this role and that's part of the growth of, I guess, being an old guy. Um, you're not that old. Come on, man. I'm 53 almost now. I'm old. And All right. Like, you got a couple you know laps on me. Much, I mean, you know how much racing is in Mazda's core DNA. I mean, yep. I know you've talked to, to Moro-san before and stuff, but there's a big team behind this effort. I mean, it may not look like that way on paper with how many employees are in the motorsports program, but as, as a whole, the company definitely rallies around our motorsports effort. Yeah, it sure does. And, and everyone – within the organization, obviously, I mean, Nelson is on day 10. <laughs> we, we, we are all yep. here to, you know, obviously make this thing a, a huge success. And, and I mean, we do not see any reason why it wouldn't be. I think, 
Yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm, I had to leave Holbert back at, at TRD, so I can't I can't even get involved with him anymore. Well, so. that that's just for peace of mind and sanity. I mean, that guy's a train wreck. I'm, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding aside, we love ourselves some uh, young Mister Todd Holbert. Well, let's close on on one or two quick items, Nelson. Yeah, for so, sure. among the other things that your predecessor is known for is not just executing a plan handed down to him but actually opening his eyes looking around looking up saying hmm what could mazda be doing in the motor racing world to help whether it's sell more cars inspire more brand loyalty the same kinds of things that any other you know program director might be doing but dunan was known for being very inventive and trying to take the brand into a lot of different areas Obviously, on day 10, I'm sure you're not, you know, halfway through executing, executing the Nelson Cosgrove plan. But do you do you get a feel, speaking yeah. with Moto-san, that if at the end of, you know, next season or whatever, you say, you know, I think maybe we need to go here or leave there, add, subtract something. Do you have a feel like that might be something you want to continue being more of a the architect uh, than just simply the uh, the executor. It, it, uh, it's a great question. You know, I mean, I, I I've had a couple of conversations with him, um, and kind of brought a couple of ideas forward based on on you know some of what I've seen in the in the future planning. And he was he was open to investigating it. I I really feel like he's leaning on on our our team to to kind of guide us. Um, I'm I'm. You know, I'm excited to see what what the future holds for for DPI. I mean, we're going to go down and and do that meeting on December 10th and and listen to to what the future planning is and you know the DPI 2.0. And I'm I'm excited to see where we head with that. Um, the TCR is a new program. Hopefully, we can be pretty inventive in how we how we you know roll that out, leverage it. Um, it you know I, I went and saw it. On Monday, I was up there at, at Glen Lawn Shop on 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 Monday afternoon, and um, that's going to be a really nice car. You know, I I was pretty impressed. You know, not having spent a lot of time around uh, the TCR cars, but um, yeah, it's it's a proper race car. So, um, so I think we've got that as a new program rolling out. We've got the MX5 Cup thing that's that's we're continuing to invest in, and and I. I think the grassroots stuff is really cool and I haven't really gotten to spend a lot of time on that in my life, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing how we can be inventive there. There's, uh, you know, as, as some of the, the cars age, you know, some of the RX sevens and eights, you know, I've, I've been told that, you know, there's, there's going to have to be some, um, some innovative ways of, of keeping those cars on running, you know, and I hadn't really thought about a lot of that before, but, you know, if they lose one piece, then all the pieces don't run. Yeah. Right. So, so we got to figure that out. And that, you know, as time goes on, I think we're we're getting smarter as a as a tribe and how we take on those projects. But, you know, I I, I think from us as a sports car brand, there's a ton of excitement internally. You know, that especially around the um, the you know the the three wins this summer, and um, you know we're we're going to try to continue. Um, that with some momentum going forward. Let's close on this. 
So of all the things that Mazda is known for, and this I would say is very much of a differentiator for the brand, it mm-hmm. is the grassroots. I'll call yeah. them an army, man. They're an army. They are passionate. They will go in whatever direction you say. They also look to the generals to make sure they're being taken care of. There is a more robust connection between Mazda and those racing spec Miatas, pro Mazda, you name it, uh, whatever it is, uh, away from, say, the pro racing circuits in the SCCA, NASA, Solos, et cetera, et cetera. There is a mighty army that uh, I guess I'm assuming is looking forward to uh, hearing more and learning more uh, from Mazda Motorsports new leader. How aware are you of that passionate base and how much do you intend to stay connected to them uh, with future initiatives? Well, you know, I mean, we've got, you know, a a majority of our team actually um, works, uh, works on that side of it. Um, so the, the performance parts group, you know, is, is, is pretty well staffed. I'm, I'm kind of learning my way through what those guys do. And, um, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the, one of the reasons that was pretty intriguing to take the job is it was something different. Um, it's something that, you know, we talked a lot about in my previous role, but we, you know, we never really could get, um, a lot of momentum behind that, but. Um, you know, these guys, they've got it going on and, and they're, you know, technical support, they work, um, East coast, West coast, you know, they've got parts in the part distribution centers around the country that keep the shipping time short. I mean, they're all in and, um, you know, I think, you know, there's, there's always a lot of concern about, you know, driving and kids, you know, taking, you know, getting involved in this kind of stuff and what the demographic profile of that group looks like. And I, I'm, I'm pretty hopeful that we'll be able to keep people in Mazdas. So that's, that's, uh, you know, honestly, Marshall, I need to learn a lot more about that. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not totally up to speed and I'm not going to pretend to be, but it's, it's something I'm kind of excited about. I look forward to what's coming next year. I love the goal setting of earning Mazda's first endurance win with the yeah, RT24P program. So, I mean, uh, you can count the six hours that the Glen is an endurance win, but I think the one of the kind of longer, yeah, even yeah. longer ones, that the Florida races would be fun to win. Absolutely. So, well, and I, you know, one of the things I'm looking forward to do is I'm going to try to make it down to that, uh, to the, the road to the 24 shootout mm. down in South Carolina in December. Um, David Cook and those guys are putting that together and I'm going to see what, how that looks. And, uh, you know, they picked, they picked the people last week. I was listening to that, um, from inside of Chili's in the airport in Chicago. So, (laughs) you know, it's, yeah, it's good. Well, look forward to, uh, what the future holds for you and the brand. And we'll hopefully get to see you here and the rest of the team and everyone else in the IMSA paddock in January. 